Welcome to the Become Here Project, a Des Moines Public Schools podcast. The podcast that shines a light on the incredible stories, initiatives, and achievements happening within Des Moines Public Schools. I'm your host, Amanda Lewis, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this educational journey. The Become Here Project is your backstage pass to Des Moines Public Schools. We'll bring you in-depth interviews with teachers, administrators, students, and community members who are making a significant impact on the lives of young learners. Through engaging conversations and thought-provoking discussions, we'll dive into topics like educational equity, fostering inclusivity, and preparing students for a rapidly changing world. We'll also explore the unique challenges and triumphs of our diverse student body, showcasing the creativity and determination that make our schools truly special. Whether you're a parent, a community member, an educator, or simply passionate about education, this podcast is your platform to stay informed and inspired. Tune in to the Become Here Project, a Des Moines Public Schools podcast, and become part of the journey, one episode at a time. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Become Here Project, a Des Moines Public Schools podcast. I'm Amanda Lewis, and my guests today are Dr. Gregory Berard, Central Campus Marine Biology Instructor, and Vianne Stroop-West, a sophomore at Central Campus, and then we have Michael Garrity, a Central Campus Senior. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. My students are here because they were recently accepted to NOAA's Ocean Guardian Youth Ambassadors Program, which is kind of a big deal. So tell us just a little bit about what you're going to be doing with that program. Basically, it'll give us a lot of freedom to create our own projects to, you know, contribute towards cleaning up the ocean or just doing anything at all to help the ocean environments from anywhere you live, whether it's on the coast or somewhere all the way over here like Iowa. We'll also be le learning a lot of new knowledge about the ocean and like how we can help, how we can help others, teach others. Like that was something they were bringing up quite a bit, like teaching your community how to actually like clean up the ocean, right? Make sure it's better for the wildlife and for us. So a lot of conservation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. I, I imagine it's big news for some people that, to understand that uh, Central Campus has a marine biology class and an aquarium science class. Tell me about your experience in marine biology. All right. So for me, I just recently moved here from Illinois. I used to live near Chicago. So moving here is kind of rough. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be here. But like realizing that there's a marine biology program in Iowa, like the middle of the United States, I was like, what? I'm happy I moved here now. I can like study what I wanted to study. I can actually like get my hands-on experience now, get some basic knowledge and yeah, be happy. Yeah, um, from a super young age, I was really fascinated with aquariums. The first ever road trip we ever went on, or not road trip, but uh, first ever main trip we went on was down to the Bahamas. And that was, out of all the times I've ever been to the ocean, that was like where I saw the most vibrant coral reefs ever. And I was so young, I don't remember a lot of it, but I knew like from there, that's kind of the career path I generally wanted to follow. And I never had any idea of, you know, how I would get any experience, like... I didn't think there was any going to be a class, any type of marine biology class in the Midwest at all, let alone like an entire aquarium complex. So I was super excited to learn that this existed. Do you remember how old you were when you uh, became aware that this might be a possibility? Four. So that's when we took that trip. Oh, that, that was it. <laughs> that was the moment. 
All right. Very good. Dr. Berard, you have a wealth of experience in marine biology and conservation, and you've been tapped for some pretty big things, including just recently uh, the regular process for global reporting and assessment of the state of the marine environment for the United Nations. How does one come to be selected for that? Well, I don't really know other than studying for years and years and years and learning as much as I can about this group of organisms called cephalopods, which are uh, nautilus, octopus, squid, and cuttlefish, and just becoming more and more aware of issues surrounding them and working with others throughout the entire world, and then being given this opportunity to work with even more folks to not just study the animals so much, but study how the animals also impact communities. And so especially with science, we kind of put it into this bubble sometimes, and we don't think about how that science impacts communities and socioeconomics in certain areas. And so that's what I'm excited to do is to combine the science with the community and help out that way. So I'm going to be working with a, a team of experts from all around the world who we are all experts on cephalopods, whether it's a nautilus, squid, octopus, and cuttlefish. And we're going to be assessing the overall kind of state of their populations in different parts of the world and connect that back to socioeconomic impacts that it might have on the local communities. And so we're looking at it from a kind of broader level as opposed to just focusing on the animal so much, but we're trying to focus on the animal and the community and see what the interplay is between the two. Are you hoping to have information that you can then share with those communities about how it could benefit them to take care of their marine life? Yeah, and um, we're also hoping to learn from them. So, so again, I think science can inform aspects of how communities can do different things and communities can inform science of how we can do different things. And the unique thing of this program is, is bringing it back here into Central Campus. And so, you know, asking the experts I'm working with nicely to, hey, can you Skype in with my class to, you know, tell them what your expertise is, where you are from, and connect my students with marine biologists from all over, all over the world um, in a different way. Speaking of the community, here we are in the middle of the United States offering something that you would say is unique in the United States. Yes, uh, the Central Campus Marine Biology Program is is unique to Iowa, it's unique to the country. I mean, really it's unique to the world. And it's the reason why I came to Iowa because I wanted to continue studying the ocean, but I didn't wanna just continue studying it with other scientists. I wanted to give students like Vianne and Michael the opportunity to study it in their own way and ask their own questions at a much younger age than you know being in college. And that high school level, I think, is what really makes our program worldwide and what really makes it work day in, day out. How long has DMPS had a marine biology program and what has been your approach since stepping into the marine biology program 10 years ago? Weirdly, the program's been here for 30 plus years. Oh, and, all right. Um, well, you've just educated me. Thank I, you. I'm now a student. And, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's really neat. Um, I definitely reimagined it in my own way. And I just, I really wanted students to fall in love with science through the ocean. Um, I grew up ironically hating science. Uh, I didn't want to do science, and I think because of my perspective was different on it. So I wanted students to not grow up hating science, and I wanted to use this ocean, use our aquarium, so that students can find that joy in that whole scientific process. And um, from day one, 10 years ago to today, just the change in the lab is, it, it's almost 180 degrees. I mean, everything has changed and we're continuing to make changes as our students change too, because they're also changing and they're bringing in new ideas. 
Um, Michael and Vianne, what would you do on a typical classroom day? Our class is divided up into these different groups. Um, there's research team, education team, husbandry team, LSS, and different groups do water quality for tanks, different groups clean tanks and feed tanks. And for example, education, well, they'll sometimes write little transcripts or like tiny boards that we can stick on the tanks to describe the type of fish that are in there to help people that are like touring or anyone. Um, and for someone like husbandry, um, which was the group I was previously in, on a normal day, we'll just feed and clean tanks. And you wouldn't think that a student would be super excited to clean tanks, but I am very excited to do it. And if I get to the opportunity to clean like a tank that I don't normally clean, then I'll be like, yes, on the inside. I'll be <laughs> super excited about that. So, yeah. Pretty good. Michael? Yeah. We also work together as like all groups. Like we used to have a veterinary team. We lost people, so we couldn't really use it anymore. But when we did have them, they would come in and check with husbandry, asking about the animal health. Because husbandry is like focused on, are the fish eating? Is the tank clean? Not really about their health. So having like the other groups come in and support us, it helps the lab feel like a family. Yeah. We're all one big group, all working the better for the betterment of this lab. Describe the lab for me and for those out there who, who've never visited. We got 15 plus tanks. They're, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, they're more than 20 gallons, right? Yeah, our, our largest tank is 1,000 gallons. Okay, so it's a lot more than I thought. But yeah, we have this, the one big tank is the Nautilus tank. The goal is to get Nautilus in there, but it's kind of difficult because I think they're endangered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. And then we have our cephalopod cultures. We keep trying. We keep making mistakes. But we're learning. We're learning. We're improving for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, we got the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. You can talk about that one. I will talk about that one. So we got an assortment of fish there. It's just generally like designed to obviously replicate um, a common environment in the Gulf of Mexico, what it would look like. We have two yellow stingrays, um, some sergeant majors, Florida pompeys, a ton of other fish too, sea urchins, uh, hermit crabs, and eventually we're going to work towards trying to hand feed the stingrays and with any organism that'll help with like if we need to take them out and do veterinary protocols or if there's an issue, if they're sick or something, so they'll be more comfortable um, with us being around like, like close up to them, using our hands around them. So that's really helpful. So that's kind of the goal of that tank. Would you uh, encourage people to come down and take a look and maybe have an opportunity to tour it if they have a chance? Yeah, um, we generally give tours. Um, sometimes they're just walk-ins. Sometimes in the day we'll um, bring families in, and there's little events that Central Campus will have sometime where we can bring a major amount of people in, and um, we'll just have students take the families around and just explain each tank, all the organisms in there, and tell us about the or tell them about the program, and uh, there's stuff like that. So we do like giving tours. Nice. How does somebody outside the community engage with you for a tour or to learn more about classes? Uh, well, in either case, they can reach out to Central Campus, uh, to myself or uh, Miss Sonia Smith, and they can coordinate a tour that way. Um, we just want to know when they're coming so we can be prepared. But we want as many people as possible in the community to, you know, not just experience the tanks and have fun with that, but really see all the hard work that our students put in every single day because it's it's not easy. I mean, they make it look easy day in, day out, but it is a very hard lab to run 
every single day of the year. And again, that's what the students are doing. Weekends, holidays, summers, they're doing it. And that's just another reason that makes our lab uh, really unique compared to other places. That's amazing. Walk me through what's available at Central Campus for high school students. Their future. Um, it, this is my 10th year, like we mentioned, and it, it still is sad to me that Central Campus is such kind of a, a hidden gem here in Des Moines. And um, students can hear, can come here and try out anything they want. If they think they want to do marine biology, take a class and see if it's for you. If you think you want to do film and broadcasting, take the class and see if it's for you. I mean, um, I don't know how many programs or careers we're up to now, but probably over 40 or 50 different pathways that students can take at a really, really, really safe place and a safe level to just experience that. And um, the sooner they can figure out what they don't want to do, um, probably the better for them. I like that. Let me dig just a little bit more into your history, Dr. Burrard. You spend uh, your school year here, but your breaks and your summers generally are on the coast, yes? Yeah, that's the goal. In the summers, um, hopefully I'm in Fiji or Australia, somewhere in the Pacific, working with a team of researchers to study this little animal that I love, the, uh, the chambered nautilus. And you have some of those here? We used to. Okay. Um, 2016 was the last year we had them, and um, it's hard to get them now because they are threatened and some populations are endangered because they're overfished. So now what we're trying to do is work with local governments around the world and work with our government to bring them in for education with our students, but also research, because there is value to seeing that animal up close, studying it up close, and not always having to take a plane to, to Fiji once a year to study them there. What do you hope that students will take away from your classes here? I hope they take away the fact that failing is okay. Um, it's one thing that, that I push on them. It's, it's one thing why I initially wanted them to apply to the NOAA Ocean Guardians program is I, I just wanted them to try. And you know, you really can't succeed until you're trying. And um, if they can take anything away of just, you know, I mean, if you fail too much, it's not necessarily a good thing, but being uncomfortable or being comfortable with being uncomfortable in situations and just trying new things. I mean, I don't think the two students here even thought what was possible with this NOAA Ocean Guardians thing. And now they're two of nine total students who were accepted into the program. And because of those nine students, our entire class is now a pilot program with NOAA. So all 70 to 80 of the students are now participating. Um, just because they took a chance. And it doesn't always work out that way, but I just really want them to have a little more confidence in themselves to fail, um, not necessarily to succeed. 80 to 90 students? Yes, yeah, so the whole marine biology program is not gonna take part in this program uh, because of Michael and Vianne and the other seven students being accepted into it. That's amazing. Well, they'll be doing the same kind of work? We're, it's still kind of an experiment um, because um, NOAA, wasn't really sure what was going on in Iowa. They just saw all these applications coming from Iowa and uh, they reached out and <laughs> wanted to try something new. And we're just kind of taking it one day at a time to see how we can do it at the classroom level. So it's uh, we're both learning from each other of, of how it works and how it doesn't work. Agree? Yeah, What's your pitch for sure. Central Campus Marine Biology and Aquarium Science? For me, it's just like the actual hands-on experience. That's something I've always been, I love hands-on experience. Right, being able to actually go into the lab, see the fish in person, and actually work with them. I mean, going to aquarium is not the same. 
actually being in this class is completely different. When I looked at the class for the first time, you know, sometimes back in middle school, they would have us take tours of Central Campus and we would just look through the windows. When I had the idea that I was going to take this class, I thought it would be like a slight privilege just to feed the fish. You know, maybe it was just like a one-time thing. But then once I actually took the class, I realized that was the daily part of our tasks and that it's not just some little fun thing. Like it's actual work in an actual research lab. And I'm really, really um, glad and excited every single day to work with them and learn even more stuff. And how easy was it to sign up for the class? It was fairly easy. There was like uh, the whole entire, so many people were applying you might not get a spot, but you can get a spot thing. Yeah, um, I heard that it was encouraged to take biology your freshman year if you wanted to get into the class. So I definitely did that. Um, and on this little form, it would ask, you know, if you had any past experience with caring for fish. I did. So I guess that would help my chances a little bit. <laughs> is there a waiting list, Dr. Burrard? Every year there is, yeah, which which I think is good. And I, I think it shows just the, the need for a program like marine biology here in Des Moines, because um, not just because we're so far away from the ocean, just because of what the program gives students the chance to do. And, you know, it's not just about the fish. It's like Michael kind of mentioned, it's teamwork. It's working with other folks. It's working with students from eight to 10 different high schools in the area, um, which you don't really have the opportunity to do that with. And all with the same goal of making sure that our, our fish are healthy, our tanks are clean and the overall lab is, is running well. So the motto here in the district is come here, become here. You come here. So what is it you'd like to become? Well, including marine biology, I've also been really, really interested in fossils and geology. So I thought, why not put them together? And I was at first really interested in doing oceanography as like a really specific path for marine biology. But since I also remembered, oh, I love fossils too. Why don't I do marine paleontology and oceanography? So I've decided to focus on that. Very good, Michael. For me, I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> the main idea is I want to work in the ocean, right? Or with freshwater, like fish. So I'm like, okay, I can do aquaculture. I can be an oyster farmer. I can do some just marine biology, work with the government and like do the ecosystems, wildlife. There's a couple others, but I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> a lot of a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I think that's the other unique thing is, you know, when um, you think of marine biology, you think of like marine biologists, but usually that's not a career path. It's, it's oyster farmer or it's a marine <laughs> paleontologist. And there's all these different pathways that students can take to support their love of the ocean, but maybe not out on the water, maybe in a lab, maybe in a governmental building, maybe in a school. And it just kind of opens their minds to their possibilities and kind of hopefully combines the love of the ocean with something else that they love, whether it be fossils or, um, you know, fashion, who knows. Very good. I'd like to thank you all for coming in and talking with us. This yeah. is a great program that we have here at Central Campus and hopefully we are spreading the word and your wait list gets even longer and your program can grow. I know you're you're kind of hoping to maybe add a second marine biology class, like a level two, maybe? Yeah, who knows? Just uh, have to keep in touch and follow us on DMPS website and all of our social media to see what's new. Excellent. And you're on Facebook as well. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook, X, uh, Instagram. Just look for uh, Central Campus Marine Sciences and you'll find us there.
Very good. And it's fun to follow along. You guys post a lot of pictures and updates. It's really neat. I, I enjoy following you on social media. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Well, thank you all again for coming in. Appreciate it so much. If you'd like to learn more about Central Campus and all of the programs here, you can visit centralcampus.dmschools.org. I'd like to thank my guests, Dr. Gregory Berard, Vianne Stroop-West, and Michael Garrity. Appreciate it so much. This is another episode of the Become Here Project, a Des Moines Public Schools podcast. <laughs>